So happy Friday, everyone. So Max, how are things going? <laughs> okay, a little chaotic today, but uh, getting getting ready for this. Um, I'm, I'm glad we're finally finally on now. Likewise, yes, it's been a busy work week, but this is you know a time that's kind of exciting for us urbanists. There is something called World City, which is the planet's largest virtual cities festival, and one of the major things they did during this event is they unveiled a world's best cities ranking. Now, you know, that that criteria can vary and be in number of circumstances, right? But this is one of the major things that this company has been known for. So just to get break down some of the criteria here, um, there's six P's that are their core categories in which they use to break down the cities. They have place, which talks about weather, safety, sites and landmarks of this area. There's product, which is the airport connectivity, the attractions, the museums present, the people, which is really just the number of foreign-born residents, and the educational attainment of the city. There's prosperity, which is the global Fortune 500 companies present there, the GDP per capita, and the level of income equality present there. There's programming, which is the number of you know, high-quality cultural venues, nightlife, dining, a number of things that we come to to visit cities and really to consider relocating cities also. And there is promotion, which is, you know, how many Facebook check-ins are in a place, how many Google searches. So Bloomberg actually called this the most researched cities list of its kind. And Max, I just wanted to get your thoughts on what you've been seeing from it so far and what you're maybe expecting. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like you said, Bloomberg, most comprehensive study of its kind identify cities that are most desirable for locals, visitors, and business people. So um, I, I would agree. I, I'm not sure if this is the second or third year that they've done this, but it hasn't been too long. But ever since the very beginning, I know we've we've had our eye on this company and this list. And yes. uh, we both have sort of raved about how um, in detail they are. And it seems, right. uh, on the surface at least, it seems that they really um, dig dig much deeper than any other consultancy groups or or anyone else who's putting something out there. They they're really trying to focus and make this their core um, sort of their core product that they uh, yeah. and serve it. You know, kind of kind of draw people in with that. Um, you mentioned product and uh, the. The CEO or president of Resonance, when he was presenting this list last night, uh, described product as um, the, the hardware of a city. So the stuff yeah. that the infrastructure, the, the actual built environment and the, the stuff that's available, um, whether it's um, entertainment venues or it's airports and transportation uh, infrastructure, convention centers, whatever those things might be, the actual built uh, hardware. And then he described programming as the software. So, yeah. so the stuff that complements that, you know, um, the people and events and organizations that are, are doing things inside that built environment. And I think that's really core. Um, uh, and, and, and yeah, it's a very important thing to consider because um, so many times when we look at cities and talk about cities, we kind of overstate uh, 
or or we give too much credence to the built environment when while it does play a factor the city is not a built environment the city is the people and the and what the people are doing and the things going on and that's definitely um important to remember so there's that there's the, oh i yeah <laughs> so, so there's that level of human capital right and that's something that richard florida really talks a lot about that kind of that creative class that's present in cities and that really is defining and the other thing is you know i've got to give a lot of respect to what this company does because it's you know you may not always agree with certain city placement or the methodology or anything but they've put themselves out there they are very clear about what is causing certain cities to be higher than another. And effectively, I think it also talks about that holistic picture of a city as a brand. So, okay, we're really not just looking at like, okay, like letting biases or something about, oh, this city is this or that. It's really a straight up approach. And so, you know, some of these ones that we're about to reveal in this top 10 uh, is going to maybe not be a huge surprise, but some of them might because we're kind of cutting through so much of what we may previously think about what is better or worse than yeah. another. Right, right. Um, I think it's great that they're really data-driven and they, they, they really present that way as well. Um, but just, just to paint a full picture before we get into it, there are still... Um, maybe issues or some some lack of clarity um, even here with resonance's list because uh, we don't we don't necessarily know everything about their methodology we don't know everything about their formula we know what they uh, theoretically were going after but we yeah. don't really know how every single thing breaks down and then furthermore on top you know on top of that um, the, the little that we do know is that they have these six four pillars, like you mentioned, the six P's, six yeah. categories. And, uh, and, they, and there's 25 overall factors that they consider that fall into one of the six P's, right? Right. Um, and they say that they give equal weight to all of those. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and, and, and so that's, that's something to question, because does, for the general public, do all six of these areas, or maybe all 25 factors, among the six categories, do they all deserve equal weight? Um, I would guess probably not, but I don't know. So, yeah. so there, there, there are those two shortcomings, the, the, the actual detailed methodology. We don't know everything and yeah. we just know kind of what they are going after. And then we also don't know the, uh, whether it really makes sense to weight everything this way. And, uh, uh, but from their data collection standpoint, they seem very transparent. So, so that's, yes. that's definitely a, several steps above some of the other lists that we see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it, it's the type of thing that really would make me want to hear more, you know, from them on that. And kind of honestly, as you say, it's only your second or third year. And so it'll be curious to see how they continue to evolve and develop this list and hopefully, you know, do more conferences and fun links like this in the future. So to give you an idea of the style as we kind of move into this, um, I guess like I feel a bit like Greg Gumbel when I'm on Selection Sunday in the Insulator Tournament because I know, Max, I don't know if you've really looked at the full list and our viewers, I'm not sure if you guys are necessarily familiar with Resonance or not. So I feel a bit <laughs> like Nostradamus here. So uh, oh, yeah. Max, are you ready? 
Yeah, now I'm excited. That's a good analogy you're giving. I, a good comparison because the uh, I, I think it's very appropriate. The only issue is that this was actually yesterday. So it's like Greg Gumbel is doing this <laughs> uh, Monday evening, day after Selection Sunday in his living room. It's a little different in that respect. Yes. You're right. Probably, <laughs> probably the people who know this list, who were aware of this list, Probably, they're probably not watching this right now. So, yes. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. Have at it. Oh, and also, it, just so you all know, watching right now, I'm actually in the dark as well. I did, I was in, I was virtually in attendance for the unveiling of the top 10 list. However, um, when it came time to unveil the list, I actually uh, missed, that, <laughs> missed that part. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I was with them through the, through the whole explanation. I was actually uh, in conversation with a lot of other attendees virtually talking about, you know, what we could expect and what, you know, what he had been explaining, just diving deeper into sort of the, um, he was unveiling a lot of sections uh, of these categories, but for the final overall top 10, you know, um, final, you know, rankings, I, I, I did not hear that. So I'm not, yeah. uh, I, this will be new, new for me as well. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So just before we start the top 10 itself, I wanted to go because on bestcities.org, they released their full top 100, which kind of has, I think it's about 60 pages and it has full page cutouts on a number of the leading cities. And it goes more in depth on some of the cities beyond that and kind of their movement from year to year and just some of the other rationale and, and things that happened in the selection process. So just a few of those I wanted to focus on. So number 97 was Mexico city, which is really one of the more well-known cities as an urban brand in the world. Um, for whatever reason, the list wasn't super high on uh, Latin America. Um, in addition, Shanghai was another really huge global city they came in at like 73, and so they were not not really as high as I would have expected them to be. Um, and then at 68 was Helsinki also, which Scandinavian capitals, if you're not really familiar with this world, really tend to perform strongly in lists like this. However, those are generally more related to like quality of life and factors that are more kind of qualitative and not quantitative. And so... I guess I can see where they might be hurt a little by that. Um, and then also Orlando was in it, um, number 48, which is pretty high for a, um, a growing uh, North American metropolis there. Um, it, you know, they ne didn't necessarily go up to the absolute top of the list, but it's a better showing than some other cities that are relative to their size. So, well, Max, well, what are remember, you noticing so far? I mean, this list isn't about the best cities to live. Remember right. that. That's that's uh, that's one component, but it's uh, it's looking at more holistically best to live, visit, and do business in. Um, and so, perhaps a brand like Orlando really uh, rises a bit higher because of that. Um, you know, it's it's known the world over. Um, not only known, but probably it's uh, attractive and desirable to visit for, for yeah. most the majority of the world. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I think it makes sense for Orlando to be up that high. Um, surprise with Shanghai and Mexico City, of course. We, uh, you and me, 
kind of lean towards uh, preferring the more dynamic, vibrant, vibrant global um, cities. types of, yeah, very global cities like they are. And perhaps when you break down into some of these details that they look at, um, we may overlook some of the flaws because, because right. you know, the, the, the power and, and quantity, like you said, of a lot of the offerings, the diversity as well, it's just so in your face that, yes, um, yes. that, that those tend to overwhelm us and excite us more. Well, it might still that. not be the whole picture. I mean, it, and at least it might not be their picture too, because from a standpoint of, you know, like cities to visit, I think there's no question that Mexico City is an unbelievable place, but given the issues that t- or some of the challenges it might have environmentally or, you know, connectivity or otherwise, I could see where that whole picture might hurt it some mm-hmm. in, in some of the other areas. So you, you definitely have a point there. Um, do you have any other so- thoughts before we start a top 10? No, I mean, um, just, just keeping an open mind um, because there's always going to be some, some kind of discrepancy between some list and your own personal experience and your own sort of impression because we all have different experiences and we all have, you know, none of us really get to, to live in an environment for years and do that everywhere in the world. So we're all going to have um, a different impression each, each place. Yeah, right, right, biases. So, Absolutely. so I, I try to always have an open mind and understand what were they, what was the reasoning and what data do they have to back it up. And I think, again, like Fish said over and over, Resonance does a really unbelievable job of that. So yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Let's, let's all go. right. So let's get into this top 10. So at number 10 is the Spanish capital of Madrid. And then it is followed at number nine by the City of Angels, L.A. And at number eight is the Catalan capital, maybe in a separatist future, is Barcelona. So Spain, right off the bat there, with two top ten cities. What what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, uh, let me first say that I'm very intrigued by both of the Spanish cities, but I have never been. And so uh, it's just a place that I really want to experience, a place that I would be more than happy to spend a few years. Um, And Madrid and Barcelona, of course, um, get a ton of attention. Um, I think I think it makes (laughs) it makes plenty of sense. Uh, It's a little surprising that, well, both of them in the top 10, uh, but but hey, it, you know, it's not shocking. It's not shocking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I can I can see that. So then moving right along then, uh, number seven is Singapore. At number six is Dubai. And a third Asian city at number five is Tokyo. Okay, okay. Um, funny, funny how the grouping seem to be falling like in regions. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brackets of regions. Um, right, right. Singapore, uh, yeah, <laughs> Singapore is extremely well-rounded. So yeah, yeah. Um, I would not, I'm not, I'm certainly not surprised. I mean, the areas where Singapore excels are the areas that really probably are, are the most, uh, what am I trying to say? The uh, most appealing to the broadest, broadest grouping of people. I mean, yeah. um, it's just, 
it's it maybe lacks it, its reputation is that it lacks kind of an edge or yeah. you know you know so, something that really really captures people and is unique um, as a as a destination or a place to live um, but but because of that it's so maybe it's a little vanilla but it's just a very it's a very nice very safe place um, from an aesthetic standpoint, I mean, it's amazing. So, yeah. uh, you know, as an ur urban aesthetic, it's an amazing okay. place and extremely well run, well organized. So it's hard, um, you know, it, it would score fairly high for most people, if you yeah. get what I'm yeah. saying, you know. Absolutely. Certain, certain folks may, may not like it, but yeah. the majority will probably find it pretty high. Yeah, there. yeah, there's so. very few flaws, and it's just, I mean, it seems like a city of the future just in terms of infrastructure, in terms of the environment, and even, I think in terms of governance, I wonder how much being a city-state potentially helps it there with having things be streamlined a little bit, and to, to, to kind of piggyback on the city-state component, um, you know, we have Dubai sitting up there at six, and not only that, but Abu Dhabi, um, earlier on, they actually were at 15, which is, okay. and I think Doha, Qatar, or I think it's Qatar, however we say that, oh, is yeah. in the top, right around the top 20 also. So yeah. residents list seems to like city states, and I can't help but wonder if all the attention and central focus that is received there really helps to benefit those cities as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a city, it's an urban and city um, focused company. Yeah. And so <clears throat> certainly I think uh, when you're looking at cities individually like this, then being a city state helps because there's this more streamlined um, government functions. And um, yeah, it, it's just easier to, to focus on one city when you're <laughs> when, when that's your yeah, only yeah. city uh, as a government. I mean, it's, it's easier to 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 really make it appealing and function well. Um, yeah. and, and I didn't want to, I, I, I latched on to Singapore when you mentioned that, but yeah, I definitely would want to give a shout out to Dubai and, and also Tokyo for sure. Tokyo is, is one of those places that is, um, is not vanilla. And it definitely, for a lot of people, it's like uh, where Singapore may be more broader appeal, but not, not as many people's favorite place. Um, I think Tokyo really hits that favorite uh, destination for a lot of people. Um, and it, it's just it's super unique, super exciting, yeah. um, and, and such a well-run city as well. Yeah. My wife would be included among those. I mean, I, I think yeah. it's it's very difficult to dislike Tokyo. That's that's the thing I'll, I'll say from there. So um, moving up the list, really getting down there, um, really the Cinderella of our list, I think, checking in at number four is the capital of Russia, Moscow. And then at number three, we have Paris. And at number two, we have New York. And of course, now we're starting to get into our kind of standard heavy hitters there. Yeah, uh, Moscow. Yeah, that is a surprise. Um, not super shocking, though, because like, you know, like I said, I, I did see um, the presentation yesterday in Moscow uh, appeared in a few of the subcategories, very, very high, uh, ranked very high. So um so yeah that it, yeah i was i was prepared somewhat for that yeah. but um it, it does stick out you don't you don't see that often um, right well, i i think um 
like the, the, the take that I would have about it is Russia is a very centralized, you know, for better or worse, regardless of your politics, it's a very centralized country with a very high capital national ratio, I think, concentrated within, you know, Moscow relative to its population and kind of the attention and all that that it receives there. And um, just from a what that does is a from a kind of product and, you know, per, like kind of that promotion presence. I mean, there's tons of things going on in Moscow and it's not only new, but it's old. It's in a thousand year old city. And it's also an extremely educated city. I think many of the best Russian universities are there. And so I think I remember in the subgroup category that that was an area where it's especially strong. I see. I see. Okay. Um, Paris and London, of course. I mean, yeah. Paris and New York, of course. Uh, very, very normal uh, mainstays, I guess, in in lists like this. Um, as is as is an, the other as European capital. Yes, so, yes. Um, yeah, they're uh, they are the. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to rebut that. Um, You know, for me, New York is just um, everything. Yeah, offers everything, and and of course, there's drawbacks to to the cities. Um, And you know, they'll have certain negative aspects that that factor in and and may weigh them down a little bit. But um, but when it comes to just opportunity and an abundance of amenities, you know, New York, New York is, is as strong as any city in the world. Oh, yeah. um, and, and Paris, of course, has some kind of allure uh, as well and, and does extremely well with tourism. So that, that, that likely helps them. Well, I think it's central almost like when you think of those cities and you think of their aesthetic, it almost kind of defines like what we think. I mean, when we think of a city in North American terms, like we almost think of New York, whether it's in media or whatever. And I think the same could kind of go for Paris for so many, because so many things that we kind of take for granted in our daily life, both of those cities are kind of central for. But um, going to our number one city now, it is indeed London. So, and it is, um, it's a place that really kind of, um, I think in a way where it really, is able to get that top part is, you know, we talk about Paris we talk about New York and I feel like London really in many ways captures the best aspects of both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, yeah, I knew London and New York were one and two. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> uh, just from, from the presentation and just yeah. knowing how their, their ranking has been. That probably I, wasn't a huge shock for, I yeah, knew yeah. London and New York were one and two. And so when you said New York, my my mind thought okay London's one and then somehow London stayed in my head uh, but but yeah um, therefore it's not surprising at all that uh, London would be would be the one uh, left over at number one um, for the same reasons as what I said about New York I mean just global capital um, yeah. and very very high on all all three areas business tourism and livability um, at the, or you know 
from an urban standpoint. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not 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 shocking at all. I'm no. I'm I am you know I'm noticing that, uh, like you said, South America lacking. Um, yeah. Notably missing from the top ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, China as well. Um, well, Hong Kong was it was a disappointment, you know, for, for me, and I don't know if it is due to the recent circumstances geopolitically that have been happening there, but I think it was down like forty two or something like that. Which okay, you know, I've, I've always grouped Singapore and Hong Kong kind of neck and neck with maybe Hong Kong being a little more dynamic, where Singapore maybe being a little bit cleaner and kind of moving towards that kind of more. Yeah, fair. cosmopolitan aesthetic there but um you know i i would have grouped them right next to each other i mean without question from a global city standpoint so i guess it kind of is surprising but then these are best cities so we're not talking yeah. most livable we're not talking um that it's this really is meant to be a holistic list so is shanghai the next chinese city um when you look down farther or you know that that i don't know i uh i mean it's possible uh, i mean it's possible shenzhen or guangzhou would have snuck in there somewhere mm-hmm. but I, I really i'm not i'm not certain certain on that yeah okay but, but yeah so so just looking strictly at the top 10 that stands out to me the latin america yeah. south america as well as um uh china yeah yeah noticeably absent um, right. but yeah 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 it's uh it's 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 a starting point we can definitely dive into some of this stuff more it is yes i i was i was um i was very interested yesterday when he was talking about how they surveyed a lot of people on their um in in the various sort of factors um on which ones were most important to them yeah but then circled back to look at what the data actually shows. It was really interesting to me because I believe like people said for a city, for a livable city, I think economy was maybe number one in, in terms of factors in, for people in their minds. Yeah. Uh, but when they looked at the data, um, that wasn't the case. The, the cities with the largest populations um, uh, were cities that were not necessarily performing as strong um, yeah. you know, there was actually a negative correlation between unemployment rate and the popularity of a city for living. Interesting. Um, he also talked well, a lot about people don't like their jobs. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, there's also discussion about crime. Crime was always one of the uh, top factors that people stated for, for whatever it was for visiting or for, for living. And in both cases, it was, pretty much a non-factor. And I, I think, and again, I could be wrong, but I think I remember for visiting, actually, it was a negative correlation as well. So yeah. <laughs> higher, yeah. higher crime in a city was, act, it w- was actually um, drawing more people as tourists. Uh, that's just <laughs> the way it yeah, worked yeah. out. So um, those, those, those are a couple of things that stood out to me when he was talking about them. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was really um, just, I mean, I, I think for me, like, it was cool to see that it's someone in, in a group that has the central focus on this. So I'm just kind of yeah. looking forward to seeing kind of how the list evolves and kind of, you know, maybe improves or whatever else with time. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, 
I just had, I had another thought with the crime. I just wanted to, to complete that point and say that I, there was one area where crime did affect um, something, and that was uh, new business opening. So higher yeah, crime yeah. rate meant fewer businesses opening in an area. So that, right. you know, that did come into play somewhere. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, that was interesting. So right. I think schools was another one um, that they talked about a bit. Education. Um, they did talk about educational attainment. Mm-hmm, but that right. I mean, then again, I feel like that's one of those chicken or the egg type things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a constant um, dilemma for cities. Um, how to, how to attract um, highly educated residents um, and also retain and try to educate their own and then retain them. Um, right. That's, that's something that cities have been trying to figure out that nut yeah. to crack for a long time. And I wonder um, if there is a dramatic shift to sort of location independence with more remote work. Um, I wonder if we might start to see that dynamic change a bit um, as, as there are more highly educated people who do not have to be in their place of employment and can choose where they want to be. I wonder if things will shift in the, you know, it may not because a lot of highly educated people choose to be in areas that kind of fulfill their whatever, um, you know, uh, quest and thirst for knowledge and being around other people like that. Um, But at the same time, you know, cost of living uh, is, is, Lower cost of living is certainly appealing when, when it's available as an option. So no we'll, question. We'll, yep. see, we'll see how that, if that, if that changes things in 2021 and beyond. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. So. so yeah. No more thoughts. I, guess I don't we'll have anything else right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it was fun doing this. Yeah. As always, Chuck. I think the uh, I think the city rankings are always our favorite, yes, thing, yes. favorite thing to discuss. And especially, especially this one compared to a lot of the other ones that are, that are maybe um, thrown together uh, with, you know, a day's research, if that. Um, yes. It's nice to do something like it, talk about this kind of a list with the really, really thorough um, data collection, data analysis. Well, this, this list really gives a whole lot more to talk about and kind of d- dig into. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so in the future, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll probably look at some of the categories and break things down. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Have a good night, everyone.